Views, interpretations, and opinions expressed are not advice nor official positions presented on behalf of any organization or institution. They are for informational and entertainment purposes only. In this episode, Ryan shares more specifics of his theology and belief, the paradox of calling oneself a Christian in spite of misalignment with institutional doctrine, and his perspectives on salvation. Now join Ryan and Peter for the Tracking Wisdom Podcast. So, what do I believe? I believe that God is the energy that is in all things and is everything that ever is, was, and will be. Like the the singular energy consciousness and that that consciousness existed in the realm of the absolute where everything is known but you can't experience. And so in that dimension, which is really where I think what I'm talking about, so that's more of a quantum kind of concept, in that dimension there is no time because all things that have happened and ever will happen have already are already in existence at the single same point in time and we can only experience that linearly in this third dimension i believe that the consciousness that was itself and had all this knowledge but couldn't experience recognize that in order to experience what is what is not must exist so the energy divided itself to create this and that and what's in between that those energies are individual and at the same time still made of the same stuff so that's you know god is in everything including us and you know we're created in the image and likeness of god to me means that source energy that is the source of all things um, and that it is that the only thing that truly exists is love and its opposite is fear. And the reason that fear was created is not the right word, but it's the word that I think we use. So I'll, I'll continue to use it. But the reason fear was created was so that you could experience love which is the true essence of who we are. And unless you can experience and know what is not, the the relational aspect, um, the relative aspect of it, then you cannot experience it. You can know it, but you can't experience it. So in an effort for that being to experience itself as who it is, created offspring, you know, um, and that then those offspring had sort of the same kind of revelation where we have all this knowing, but we can't experience it. And what is this? So we choose to lower our vibrations and become solid beings. And I I kind of believe that the body is is kind of like the avatar. And it's, it's almost like virtual reality, right? So our consciousness is the one piece that is the piece, our, our, our natural being, which is then encased within this biological mechanism in order to allow us to not know so that we can actually create ourselves as that being. So we can experience all the things that aren't us so that at the end of the day, so to speak, at the, at the end of the journey, you not only know all these things, but you have now been able to experience it and then there, by extension, are being. So we... We get to 
we are God, and that sounds blasphemous, but it's, you know, we are, because we are part of God, because we're part of that energy, we are, we are that, but it's not enough to just know it. We want to experience it. We want to be it. And in order to be it, you have to know it, and then you have to experience it, and then you may be it. So you can't be something you don't know, and you must experience it in order to be it. So, so we come here, and I do believe we reincarnate i believe we have many lives and and it's a process of evolution that we are continually defining the highest vision for ourselves of being and then achieving it and then as soon as we achieve it we are looking to the next highest level and as you step up through that you eventually come to the realization and understanding of what we really are I believe in the oneness of of everything, um, but it's because we all come from the same energy, and that that ener- that that energy is what is everything, and it's only in the the vibrational frequency and stuff of that energy that all these other things kind of happen. And I, I I think that it makes sense to me that. So energy can't be created or destroyed. That's something we've come to accept. But why is that? And to me, it's because because there is no time and because everything that ever existed and can exist has already happened is now. And we can only experience now. Past is, that's just a memory and future is yet to come, but we experience in the now that all the energy that ever could be created is already created like there is no more energy to create it's just transforming this energy thoughts and beliefs they are creating the experience and that the experience all the possibilities of the experience already exists and it's really just traveling through which which paths you want to take to experience in this lifetime in order to continue your evolution to essentially nirvana i guess right i mean that's I attend church at a Christian Mm -hmm. church. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And when I read the teachings of Jesus, I believe that Jesus was also in that same understanding. And I think the same understanding is Buddha. And, um, you know, I'm sure many others, they're trying to teach the same thing that, you know, you, you have the ability to impact this world, but we've been conditioned to to not know that and because of that unknowingness we then cannot experience it so you have to know it and then you can experience it um and i do believe i've experienced that i believe jesus was born and was evolved enough as a spirit so that when he became incarnate in this earth had enough insight and knowledge in these things and was possibly or 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 asserted as the messiah because he existed within that ancient jewish culture and that's kind of what they were looking at but i think he saw himself and i think the more appropriate term is the son of man which is sure there's this this cultural religio cultural thing of the messiah which was expected by this group of people and that he could fulfill that but he was fulfilling that in that being the son of man being the son of 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 humanity to help humanity understand that it's about love 
the enlightenment and salvation comes in understanding your own power. You see me do these things, but these things you too will do and greater. I'm showing you this. It's not look at me and look at what I can do. I'm showing you how you can exist in a better place. That's kind of the basis of where I'm at, I guess. Wow. That's a very interesting. Um, not at all of what I expected. <laughs> well, I thought they had any specific expect- expectation, but I was surprised. So you use the term energy mm-hmm. to kind of represent existence, I think, right? I mean, it starts... Yeah. I mean, energy is the absolute conserved essence of existence. Sure. And it gets yes. transformed, and it kind of equates to love. Yes. Love is the energy. Right. Um, and then there's this relationship of knowledge experience and being mm-hmm. okay so so knowledge and experience are kind of in opposition like you can if you know something and only know it you can experience you cannot experience it correct um and you can't experience it if you don't know it so knowing comes first but you can't you can't you have be to until you experience it okay Creation, what I'm calling creation by division. So in order to, in order for the original entity to have more experience, it needed to create a creation, mm-hmm. which is essentially divide itself into distinct parts so that there was an entity and a not entity. Mm-hmm. Um, so that there was basically establishing relativity. Yeah. Then the definition of essentially love and fear as being opposing aspects of existence, but... But that that fear only exists in this plane. Okay. And, and then the offspring or children are recursive in that they have the same experience as the original creator, that they feel the need to create and to subdivide themselves, separate from themselves, so that they can have the experience of reconnecting. Yeah. Ultimately, to have the experience of being God. So does that mean that the act... So so the act of creating is the experience of being God, the experience of being a creator? Um, yes, I think so. Um... And then, in order to do that, we need to incarnate at this level of existence by lowering our vibration, by changing the nature of our energy. Mm-hmm. So, because we lower our vibration, we then incarnate on this plane and are able to engage in the cycle of uh, creation and experience. Mm-hmm. Is that pretty close? Right? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I have the gist of it, but I don't feel like I really understand. I mean, the, so the first thing I wrote down was energy, because that is common parlance, mm-hmm. right, in, I don't know what you call it, I guess I would say New Age culture. Mm-hmm. And what was interesting to me is that you then brought it around, I think you clarified that you mean energy in the sense of physics using energy that is mm-hmm. neither created nor destroyed, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to in this vague New Age sense of energy as a thing that we can't touch. Oh, yeah, I don't know that I know much about that. 
Um, well, I mean, so again, in the parlance of, I want to say, spiritual culture, um, people talk about energies, and they do not mean energy governed by physics. So that's where mm-hmm. I'm. That's where I'm well, a little so unclear. I'm, I guess what I'm saying is, so the energy is governed by physics in the third dimension. Perfect. Yes. But it is not restricted. Yep. Outside of that. Okay. And that, the, the that concept that it can't be created or destroyed to me is a third dimension physics rule and the reason that that rule exists is because there's no way for any other energy to be created because everything that ever will be or has been created already is is in existence okay you already have as much plato as you can possibly have so that was the other part okay so all energy or all creation exists this is what i'm trying to wrap mm-hmm. my head around um this is good for me because so, having the the questions yeah making me think and clarify what i so i was misunderstanding or couldn't recall what you're saying about all energy or all existence already existing Mm -hmm. versus all times because then you subsequently you said that the past is past and we can only experience the present sure um so you're not saying that all times exist simultaneously Yes, I am. Okay, you are. Okay. So all matter or creation exists, has already been created, can Mm -hmm. nothing, can no longer be created. Mm -hmm. Um, And similarly, all time exists simultaneously. In the third dimension, because time doesn't really exist, except in the third dimension, because time is a function of relativity. Okay. Time only is the measurable distance between here and there but outside of so so in the absolute all time exists simultaneously but in our world or in our dimension time exists as past present and future right okay got it that's where i was okay so i was i just missed the transition between the absolute and the relative or the Mm. higher dimension and the third dimension in that in the absolute or in the higher dimension all things exist simultaneously and all times exist simultaneously but in the lower dimension or the relative dimension or the third dimension we have conventional existence of past present future right. and we can have the experience of creating things although anything that we create already existed before we created it yes okay now are we talking about an infinite number of levels or really just a relative level and an absolute level? Definitely not that. From what I understand, even the energy that created us is still yet part of another, and that you can go up and down through infinite levels of, well, consider going down, right? You can subdivide something infinitely. Turtles all the way down. Huh? Turtles all the way down. Turtles all the way down. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you you can... subdivide something infinitely therefore you know it it goes the same upwards if if you were to use a direction to describe it um so there's and we are all still part of the same oneness but to me those existences so i think this is also where people get bogged down is this is the third dimension and that is the fourth dimension and that's the fifth dimension you know that these are existing separate as destinations right right where it's not 
that. It, it, this the eleventh dimension is here, just like the third dimension. Right. Is it's here. just we're not experiencing. We it. just aren't experiencing in that. Okay. Dimension. Okay. So this is interesting. It it resonates w- with me on on a number of points. Is this um so? Th- but this is your own synthesis of ideas, not like taken from a a writing or something like well, that. Well, I mean, a lot of it was put forth in that oh, conversation with God, okay. and then in the way it was described helped me to kind of understand what was being said, and then kind of conceptualizing that and looking at other alternate forums, like, does this concept exist independent of this thought, and am I seeing evidence of that in other areas? And I believe I have both in in writings like i had said you know i start to see that or interpret it in the writings that came out of what jesus said and stuff i was trying to teach and and even with buddha the idea of of having control over your experience and suffering and i think that's kind of what the cross was meant to be was even in your own destruction having the choice to be able to be compassionate and loving towards those who are or attempting to do you harm creates your your experience in that. So I have an idea, and I well, I guess I guess just saying that I'm saying this tentatively, okay, <laughs> um, because it goes to how we're interacting about our about our beliefs, and are are we arguing or are we disagreeing? So I'm, I'm going to attempt a disagreement. Okay. Jesus was on the cri- it was on the cri- Jesus was crucified, but because of his advanced nature or his enlightened condition didn't have to suffer the way somebody else, somebody else would suffer is contrary to what i know from christianity mm-hmm. right so the whole point was that god incarnated to demonstrate his willingness to fully experience the suffering of the incarnated man um so I, I, that's fully legitimate and i guess i would say i don't necessarily think that that was Okay. What it, what it was. All right. The salvation piece, yeah. I, I don't think we have that right. That right. we're not being saved right. from sin right. or from a vengeful God right. Right. or or God that needs us to bow down. Like, that's not God. <laughs> so so it, it's interesting. I'm having an in- interesting experience mm-hmm. because I'm kind of... I'm kind of skitzing out mm-hmm. on, oh, well, if you're going to talk about Christ, then it means this. Right. Right? So I'm going back to a Christian perspective and saying, oh, well, but this is what Christ means. So when I talk about Christ, I would say I, t- I would interpret that to be teacher. I, I heard you say Jesus, so I don't mm. think you use the term Christ. To be I fair, to be, for me to be yeah. fair to you, sure. Um, sure. And, you weren't saying that he was the Christ. But And, and honestly, <laughs> when I say Christ, I it's more so as an as a name exactly. that I become familiar right. with right. Um, than what the actual meaning is. Um, right. And it's not to right. say that I don't think that he was here to create some level of salvation. Right. I don't think he was the only one that ever did that. And I think the salvation was from our own from fear. From ourselves, yes. Not mm-hmm. exactly. from a vengeful God. Exactly. Thank you for listening to the Tracking Wisdom Podcast. Join us next time as we continue the discussion. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and visit www.eth-studio.com for more information and content.